Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. I'm your host, Wim Lee, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors. They got a win. Finally, they get a win. And honestly, I, I know that a lot of people are already on the let's just tank and they're probably upset about this. But for me, I'm happy to see the team play this hard anytime. Um, you know, the Raptors winning by a score of 117 to 105. You know, it's not like the Blazers are all that. I mean, they're a 500 team. Um, but just the result of how this game came about, all the things that sort of went into it, you know, you don't expect a lot of drama um, early on a Sunday afternoon, but this was kind of a really dramatic game. And, you know, you can take a lot out of it. And I'm going to cover all the angles of that within this podcast. But I think for me, the biggest thing was just how much commitment there was to winning this game. Um you know, this is probably one of the only games of the entire seasons where everybody who played for the Toronto Raptors made a contribution, made a positive contribution. You know, the bench, you know, we've been talking about how bad the Raptors bench was. The Raptors bench thoroughly outplayed Portland's bench. Portland's bench gave them one single basket, like literally one single basket. I saw a lot of people complaining about Drew Eubanks, the Raptors cutting him. I mean, you know, he was off that bench, didn't really do anything, could have contributed to the scoring, but... 0 of 2 from the free throw line. This is, I mean, whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's not about Drew Eubanks. My point is that every single body, every single player on the Raptors contributed. And it was still a tough game because um, of the firepower and just the constant threat that Dame Lillard wields as just one of the best players in the league, especially one of the best fourth quarter players. And he started to get going a little bit there in the fourth quarter. And he was chippy and it was it was real chippy in this one. Um, because of the officiating. And again, there's a lot of storylines. I get to all of them. But for me, what was fun about watching this game was just the total commitment and effort across the board. I mean, obviously the Raptors closed the game with their starters, as they always do. You mean, the bench played well, but I mean, ultimately, like they're just going to give you what they got and then you cash out, right? Um, And so Nick Nurse puts the starters back into the game. It's a one or two possession game down the stretch, which is pretty scary when Dame Lillard's got it going like that. Right, one or two possessions against Dame Lillard, like you know, we've seen a lot of these games, right? We we don't have to be naive to what he can do as a player, and so closing this game was not easy, um, and it took a lot of really great hustle plays to get it done. Like you know, Pascal Siakam diving on the floor after Dame Lillard um, dribbled the ball off his knee, and then Pascal dives on the floor to strip him, win the loose ball, push it ahead in transition for Gary to get fouled, right? Then Pascal Siakam, rotating on the weak side, comes over at the rim, blocks Dame Lillard, driving to the layup. Uh, and Dame had a lot of driving layups today, but that was a really nice play. So when, you're, when your leader does that for you, you kind of got to follow suit, right? Like, we're talking about Pascal, who's been exhausted the last couple of games, has a much better game today, and again, I'll cover it. But for me, the bigger thing to me is just watching this guy and how hard he wanted to compete, diving on the floor, blocking a shot against the best player in the gym. Let's be honest, Dame Lillard is like that, right? Um... Then you got Scotty Barnes winning a loose ball amid three Blazers after the Raptors missed a shot. Scotty's under the rim, somehow digs out the loose ball, kicks it back out, recycles possession for the Raptors. Like a, a huge play down the stretch there as well in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, um, that, that led to the reset led to Pascal driving, being attacked by, or guarded by uh, Simons, who is not a strong defender. And, and then ultimately Simons gives up the foul and Pascal goes to the free throw line. Late in the game, huge, huge hustle play there for Scotty Barnes. Um, Fred Van Vliet, who has been the most maligned Raptor all season, um, has one of his most balanced games of the year. 
Uh, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, but no turnovers. Hit 4 of 9 from 3 and just did a really good job distributing. Um, but it came alive in the fourth quarter there where, you know, the, the ball rotated out to Fred in the corner. He knocks down a 3. Then going back the other way, Dame is on a fast break and Fred is the last man back. And it looked like Dame was just going to go in for a layup. But it's not like you expect Fred to get the stop, except for Fred. Perfect verticality at the rim. Contests the shot. Forces Dame into a tougher shot. Dame misses it. I mean, still a makeable shot, no doubt. It's a, it's a transition layup over a six-footer. Six, uh, six but still, um, Fred's there for the verticality. Forces the miss. And then going back the other way, the ball reverses back to Fred, who's the trailer on the play. And Fred knocks down another three. And... I mean, you know, Fred's had a tough season when he lets out that kind of primal scream. I mean, the only other time I've seen that is game six of the NBA Finals. And everyone knows what scream I'm talking about there. So not as epic, obviously not with the cut on the eye, not with the same circumstances. We're talking about a team that is well under 500 in January. But, you know, I, I love that moment for Fred, right? He's he's had so many of these games this season where um, he hasn't been able to um, – you know, as he's talked about, right, be in the flow of things, not really get the, the same touches to sort of get comfortable. And then late in the game, a couple of shots come to him and it's either he makes it and the Raptors win the game or the Raptors, he misses it and the Raptors lose the game. And listen, there's been plenty of those. And, you know, whether you want to put it on rhythm or put it on whatever or put it on injuries, you got to knock those those shots down. There's a reason why people are upset. Um, But we also know that the reason he's in these positions to take these shots is because of the fact that he has a history with this, right? Like, he is the guy who has made a lot of huge fourth-quarter shots for the Raptors over the years, especially last season. And so this season, he hasn't had that chance to successfully deliver. Today, he does, and I thought that was a huge stretch. So when you got your top three guys, Pascal, Scotty, and Fred, giving you that kind of effort, I mean, guys are just going to do well all around them, right? Like Gary with the steal, unfortunately— you know, he wasn't able to finish in transition after that steal. Dame made a really good play at the rim. But Gary comes over with the steal, and he was super disruptive. And, and you know, OG was, was had the hardest job on the night of covering Dame Lillard, right? It was not easy at all. Um, you know, after those threes by Fred, the next play down, after the, the Blazers inbound, Fred is all over Anthony Simons, like literally all over him, forcing him to turn two or three times just to get the ball past half with like 17 on the clock. Like it was very close put a ton of ball pressure like that's the kind of energy and intensity that you needed to win and listen this it's not even like Portland's that great of a team and it's not like Portland was playing well at all if anything Portland was mostly sustained by the fact that they got to the line 37 times and that includes 35 trips just for their starters alone right which is just wow um but still like you know that's the type of effort it takes to win and you know that's I think at some point, especially it's a little bit late in the season to this to, to do that, but ultimately they still do have half the year to go. Like literally this is game 41 on the season, right? So you have half the year to go and you could turn it around. But I, I think they got to make this decision to themselves. Like this is how hard they got to play. This is how together they have to play to win in this league, to turn the season around. They don't just have to play decently to get the season around. They got to play really well if they want to even have a chance for this team to sort of continue in its current form and kept together. And you know what? This is the kind of desperation I thought you would see, you know, throughout this homestand. And you know what? It's not like they haven't really played with fight. Like, I thought the Milwaukee game, they fought. They just, you know, came out shooting 2 30. And then the Knicks game, nobody really fought except for Fred, and they ended up losing that game. But all two of those games were very, very winnable, in my opinion. Obviously, one going to overtime, the other one coming down in the last couple of possessions there. Um, and then, you know, but 
ultimately you still want to see something for it. Like, listen, if they play hard and they lose and and this is just it for the team, you can live with that. But at least put make this push, man. Get this push in and, and see what you can do with it. And you know what? The Raptors tonight, you cannot fault their effort. Like, it was strange because at the start of the game, Portland came out and I think they raced out to a 14-8 run. And it was mad annoying watching this game because I'm like, is this going to be, are you serious? Is it going to be another game where the Raptors don't come out? Because the Blazers first play of the game, they get the ball to Nurkic in the post. Jeremy Grant cuts through the lane. No one bumps the cut, and then uh, no one intercepts the pass, and then Grant literally goes to the rim for a layup right away. First play of the game for Portland, right? Then the second play of the game, uh, Yusuf Nurkic is in the post. Uh, Raptors converge on him. Corner kick out to Simons for corner three wide open, knocks it down. Then you got nobody picking up after Raptors miss. The Blazers come out in transition. Nobody picks up Simons, is in transition, and he walks into a wide open three. This has been 90 seconds, like literally three plays for Portland. That's what happens, right? Um, and, um, and and then, yeah, um, you had another play after that where Barnes actually gets the first stop of the game for the Raptors, blocking Dame Little on an ISO, which was great, but then um, nobody gets the rebound. Simons collects it, and then uh, he ends up getting fouled by OG on that play. So just really, really bad stuff. You know, then you had um, Scotty trying to front the post against Nurkic, which is fine. But if you front the post and you try to jump the passing lane and you don't get it, it's just a complete gamble. And you're going to give up a dunk, which is exactly what happens. Nurkic catches the the the, uh, the pass and dunks it. Um, and then Scotty launches a three when he was open. He missed it. That's not the issue. The issue is that the Raptors don't stop the break. And Josh Hart literally races the length of the floor for a layup. And that's where Nick Nurse calls timeout. That cannot be how you start the game. Like a lot of these things, and and I keep saying this a couple times, and you know, I've I've been met with a lot of like negative feedback just because everyone's pessimistic about the team, myself included as well, right? Honestly, if I saw some of these tweets, I I might respond in, in, as well. I don't have any issues with that. My my thing was I, I I keep saying that the Raptors are better than this, like they're really better than this, and I'm not saying that they're like their their quality of team or their talent is so much better than necessarily what the results have been, right? I'm not trying to say that like oh they're just unlucky and whatever. I'm saying they're better than this because there's so many games this season where they don't put in that requisite effort and how hard you got to play to win in this league and how hard they played last season unquestionably. Like, they just came out, especially after the new year, every single game they competed hard. Maybe, like, one or two games you really look at it and it's like, okay, what happened, right? Like, it was like, I think the Charlotte game they lost or, like, they lost to New Orleans or whatever. There was a couple blowouts, but ultimately... They played so hard down the stretch, and that's what got them into the playoffs, and that's what made them a good team. Raptors are a try-hard team. Like, no no, no disrespect to the guys and the talent. They're a try-hard team, right? You got to come out and play hard. And so when you see that kind of start, when Nick Nurse sees that kind of start, where it's an open layup, uh, it's an open three, it's an open transition three, it's an open dunk off a gamble, it's an open um, transition layup, you know, it's it's a foul after you get the first stop and you don't get the rebound. Like, you have to stop the game. You have to get them focused. Now, of course, you would ideally like them focused from the jump, but apparently they weren't. And so Nick calls that first timeout after the Raptors were down 14 to, to 8 about after three minutes. Um, and then the Raptors came out, and they were, they were really strong. And, and look, there was a lot of things for the Raptors to attack in this game. Again, Portland is not that good of a team. Like, they're just not. Like, I'm not even trying to insult them. I'm just saying, like, they're just another one of these teams that are mid. Like, they're just they're a mid team. They're like the Raptors. The Raptors are a mid team as well. Right. There's a lot of mid teams in this league and Portland is one of them. Now they have talented players. Obviously, Dame is a fire. He's just a flamethrower. And obviously they got some productive starters and Simon signed a max deal. And I mean, he's basically signed a max deal to be Gary Trent Jr. Like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Um, But like. 
you 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 can do things against this team, right? Like first off, who is guarding Pascal on that team? They are mostly opted for Josh Hart instead of Jeremy Grant for some reason. I mean, I guess they needed Grant scoring, but Grant wasn't very involved offensively. They didn't have a big scoring game at all. Um, but you know, they had Josh Hart on him. Well, Pascal can shoot over the top of this guy. He can get around this guy. And like, you know, he was roasting Hart. And then you can, you know, get switches onto Dame, get switches on assignments. Like there's multiple places to attack. You know, for a guy like Fred, you can get past a Dame Lillard, get past the Anthony Simons, get into the lane, attack that gap. And, you know, of course, there's going to be that huge gap because, you know, um, similar to the other opponents that played the Raptors recently, except for New York, who actually put a lot of guards on Scotty um, instead. But, you know, similar to when they played Indiana or they played Milwaukee, Portland has a traditional big in, uh, in uh, use of Nurkic, and Nurkic was covering Scotty, and, and he was doing the same thing. Super deep drop, like in the paint, three-second violation-style drop, okay? Um, and that presents you with lots of opportunities. And today I thought um, from the get-go, Scotty was looking to attack that coverage, right? Um, and, and there's a couple ways they look to attack the coverage. One, obviously, you have... Scotty scoring for himself, right, which is the most straightforward way, whether that's him driving downhill, getting into the defender, trying to throw up a shot. That's not so easy to do against Nurkic. Nurkic is like one of the strongest dudes in the league. And so Scotty, for once, doesn't have the strength advantage or even just like enough strength to sort of create a, an angle. Nurkic is just like a bear. Um, of course, you have the other way, which is to shoot jumpers, right? Mid-range jumper was open to Scotty. Scotty knocked down a couple of those. Top of the floor threes was open to Scotty. He knocked down one of those as well. Um the other way to attack it, obviously, is dribble handoffs or sort of screening for the ball and essentially transferring that drop advantage that Scotty has to a defender so long as Scotty effectively seals his man on the screen. And so he's able to do that a couple of times. Now, what's been interesting in this game was watching the fact that um, so the dribble handoff stuff, you would ideally like to see it run for Fred and run for Gary because those are your best shooters, especially at the top of the floor. They can get into the mid-range and score. They can get, obviously, the open three to shoot if they want to. They can get into the lane and then kick out. In the case of Fred, there's there's a lot of things that you can do with that side of that style of coverage. However, at the start of the game and over the course of the game, they ran a lot of these dribble handoffs for Scotty involving OG and Anobi as well. And the reason for that is not because OG is, like, obviously as offensively skilled as Fred or Gary, but... OG had the best matchup. OG was being guarded by Dame Lillard. Dame was being put on the Raptors' weakest wing player, which is which is OG Anobi offensively. And so they ran a lot of these dribble handouts for OG. That's where I thought, okay, a lot of those shots, whether it's OG pulling up for the mid-range or OG driving into a crowd, like, I don't really like those plays, and I don't think that he's the option. If anything else, I'd actually rather attack a stronger defender with a stronger offensive player rather than using your weaker offensive player to attack a weaker defender. But ultimately, there was lots of ways to attack Portland. And once the Raptors came out of that timeout, it was a lot stronger. Dame Lillard guarding Pascal on the first play out of that timeout. The Raptors get a switch, and Pascal attacks Dame, drove, drives him in for a layup. Then Pascal attacks uh, Anthony Simons, puts him in the post, turnaround jumper. Then Scotty with a high-low pass to Gary, who back-cut the play. Um, and again, that's one of the other advantages is when the defender is in such a deep drop, there's nobody pressuring the pass. Like There's no angle or side of the floor or any sort of worry about specifically like not being able to deliver the pass maybe you don't pass as accurately and that's something else or maybe your guy doesn't catch it but there's no pressure on the pass itself right you're not being pressed at all and so scotty's able to find gary who was able to, to back cut and honestly portland screwed up the coverage there the two defenders split off of each other and both guys went to the same guys so ultimately a really good move by by scotty to pass to him um you know th then fred van vliet attacks off of uh 
you know, Scotty Barnes screen gets in the mid range. There's a drop coverage there. Fred pulls up from the mid range, knocks it down easy. And then this is where, okay, so the starters were able to bring themselves back into the game, right? After that timeout. So it's good. Now it's like this, the, the bench is starting to filter in. And then that's always when you worry a little bit about the Raptors. Okay, now the bench is coming and what is going to happen? And so I thought Nick did a really different approach with the bench today. I don't know if that's specifically what got the bench going. I don't know if that's because the, the Blazers bench brought on a lot of guys who weren't difference makers at all. Um, but ultimately, it really worked. First off, the first subs were Wancho and Christian Coloco. And those are only two subs to come in for the Raptors in the first quarter, right? They checked in. They took out Gary and OG, and and, uh, and Scotty. And I thought Christian did really well. Um, you know, first play, he, he came in, guarded Dame on a pick and roll. Dame obviously wanted to go at the rookie. Um, I, I thought, first off, everybody who played center today for the Raptors, whether that was Scotty, whether that was uh, Christian, whether that was Stad Young, they all showed consistently at the three-point line, which is exactly what you need to do against a team with shooters like Simons and Dame Lillard, who are obviously such huge threats to pull up from three. So you got to be up at the three-point line to help with the screener um, to make sure that they don't just pull up from three. So Christian, on this first play, gets put into the pick and roll by Dame, right, comes up to sort of run Dame off the line. Uh, and then Dame drives downhill, and Dame's also a really good slasher. And Christian ultimately recovers on the play, puts puts the hands up, verticality, forces Dame into a missed layup. And then off the ensuing miss, um, the Raptors break. They give it to Pascal at the top of the floor, uh, attacking the defender, finds Christian Gologo, who sprinted down the floor to catch the pass. Uh, and then one, two, touch pass back to Pascal after the, the defenders rotated over to Christian for Pascal's open layup. Like, it was a really, really nice play from Christian right away. And then Pascal continues to post up, um, beats Josh Hart one time with the spin move in the post, doesn't actually go, then beats him again with the spin move in the same way for a layup. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, then you got Christian Coloco, who taps out the missed shot, goes out to Pascal. Pascal hits it out to the top for Fred for a three. Just a huge, huge play. Again, another really nice play for Christian Coloco. Then Pascal drives, gets his, uh, he misses the shot, but gets his own rebound. He gets fouled, gets to the free throw line, knocks down two. Then the Raptors are on a sideline out-of-bounds play. And they don't really run a ton of great sideline out-of-bounds, I feel like, for the Raptors. They mostly run a lot of, they, they have two or three like pretty good baseline out-of-bounds plays, especially the one where Fred inbounds and then ducks behind two uh, down screens to get into the corner for an open three. That worked a lot for them last year. This year, obviously, Fred not shooting as well, but still, the execution of the play is really good. I like that play a lot. But sideline out-of-bounds, they don't usually run as good of a stuff. This is just my eye test. And this time, though, they inbound the ball to Pascal in the in, in the strong side post, so like you know cl- closer to on the same side as the inbound. Catches the ball in the post. And then Wancho sets a back screen for Christian Coloco while Wancho pops out for three. And the back screen for Christian forces the Blazers into sort of communicating that switch. They don't do that well. And instead, Coloco is open. Pascal throws him a lob. And Coloco is able to finish um, the layup. Now, I think Nurkic might have tipped it. But still, ultimately, a really nice play to get to set up a great look at the rim. And they're able to score on that. Then uh, Pascal drives three times on the same play, cuts off the first two times, but then the third time he gets into the lane for a short turnaround jumper in the paint. I love the persistence. Then Pascal knocks on a three against the Blazers' zone. Then uh, the, the Blazers with a bad turnover. Fred steals it to Pascal uh, in, on the break, who then finds Christian Coloco running the middle for a dunk. Um, and yeah, all of a sudden you go from that really weak start where it was looking like the Raptors are going to be garbage again and not come out and play effort. Instead, 
the starters turn it around and then the bench guys come in and really supplement that effort, right? Whether that was Wancho with the back cut to set up the, the, the layup, whether that was Wancho with a couple of verticalities at the rim, whether that was Christian Coloco with good defense and him running the break. All seven guys who played in the first quarter contributed and played well. And then what was going to happen in the second quarter? Now, usually what the Raptors do is they leave at least one or two starters out there with um, the second unit. And this time they did just one. It was Gary and Bench to start the second quarter. So it was Gary, Malachi Flynn, Christian um, Coloco, Chris Boucher, and uh, Precious Achua, right? So three subs come in at the start of the fourth qu- uh, second quarter, along with Gary returning to the game. Now, of course, Gary is going to be the featured guy, and Gary does do that, right? Gary with a, um, you know, knocks down a, a pull-up three, which was great. Gary comes off a pin down, off ball, and, and gets into the mid-range for a... Uh, for a clean look, you know, knocks that down. But I also just thought that, like, yeah, the Raptors bench guys did really well. You know, I, I just think that, um, first off, Precious with an end-to-end layup after the Raptors got a stop. Um, Christian Coloco and Chris Boucher both came over at the rim to sort of force the miss. I think Boucher actually got the block on that play. Um, but Precious takes it end-to-end, one on three, and it was a little shaky, lost the ball at one point. You know how Precious fast breaks go, but ultimately he makes the shot. And it was great to see, right, that aggression from Precious because ultimately you just want to see more refinement in this game, not less aggression overall. But then you got pretty good stuff where, you know, um, you know, um, I was going to say Shannon Sharp, Shaden Sharp uh, <laughs> cuts back door um, and, and gets a step on Precious Achua. And obviously Sharp is in a dunk contest. He's like one of the most athletic guys in the league. But Precious still is able to recover and block him at the rim for another stop, right? And, you know, Christian Cloak was able to box out Yusuf Nurkic, right? Um, and then that leads to Malachi running the pick and roll with the screen from Christian. Malachi is able to turn the corner on his guy. Kolok, um, Nurkic is too slow to come over because he's not that fast. And Malachi is able to get in for the layup. And then probably Malachi's best play of the entire season. And I'm not kidding this. Um, so the Blazers shift into a zone. Uh, and then the Raptors are kind of passing it side to side on the top of the floor, not really threatening. Again, you know how the Raptors' offense is against the zone. Sometimes it's a real garbage. Um, the ball ultimately swings out to Malachi. Christian Coloco comes over to set him a ball screen. Nothing, nothing special, right? But Malachi attacks this ball screen by splitting two defenders in Portland's zone, getting past the first line of defense, and then stepping up, forcing the, the big to come over, and Malachi tosses the lob for Precious Achua, who dunks it, and that forces the Blazers to call timeout. Huge run for the Raptors. There's a stretch there where once the bench guys started coming in, once once Coloco came into the game and Coloco played this whole stretch, there was a stretch there where Portland didn't have a single basket, like made field goal for nine minutes. And there were lots of extended droughts for Portland in this one. They, they kind of scored in spurts, and there was a lot of like game of runs kind of thing, but nine whole minutes for Portland not to have a basket. Like they got a couple of free throws or whatever, but like nine minutes without a basket. Good stuff there. Um and yeah, you know, like it just, it, it was tough. Obviously, Portland came back with an 8 nothing run and a couple other stuff. And, you know, there's a challenge at one point. And Pascal, you know, was getting guarded by Lillard on a drive. Lillard pulls Pascal down, um, which the refs doesn't see. And then Pascal pulls, I mean, objectively, it's a dirty move, right? Like Pascal's on the floor, Lillard's on the floor, Lillard trying to get up because they had the ball. And Pascal pulls Lillard's ankle. Lillard's complaints is a flagrant one. It is a flagrant one. It's it's not a good play by Pascal. There's no there's nothing about that, right? Um, Lillard also started getting going before that by catching Scotty Barnes flat footed with like I think Scotty was going to ch- come out and maybe jump out on the screen, but um, Dame turned the screen and turned the corner and just drove past uh, and, and and you know scored the end one around Scotty. So Dame was already starting to get going, right? And then obviously Pascal pulls Dame's ankle and it's just like man, is this going to be one of those things where it's like don't poke the bear kind of thing? 
Um, and then again, the, the officials just, this is where the officials started obviously being noticed, right? Because you had that play, which look, listen, ultimately it's a foul, right? It, it's a flagrant one. It's a correctly assessed play. Um, ideally, you would have seen that Lillard pulled Pascal down first in the first place, but still, you know, it's a it's a flagrant one. However, because it was reviewed for a flagrant, we're able to see everybody at home and we're able to see the reviews and the replays. We see what happens in the play, right? There's 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 fault on both sides. Obviously, there's more fault for Pascal because pulling out a guy's ankle is just dangerous. But still, that's not a great play. Right, but missed call from the from the officials in the first place. Then the next play down, Scotty blocks Josh Hart at the rim on a cut. Beautiful, beautiful block. Um, Scotty comes over and just meets him at the rim, swats him. What well, should have been a huge hustle play for the Raptors gets called a foul on Scotty. So the Raptors review Scotty's like in disbelief. Right, obviously he's been pretty upset at the officials a lot this season, but this one pretty good reason to be. Nickers challenges uses the challenge. This is the second quarter. They challenge. They look at the play. They look at the play. Pretty clear, clean block. And then they go to the, the camera and they're like, it's a successful challenge. However, we see that Fred bumped Josh Hart down low and that we're going to change the foul to Fred. So it's still going to be two free throws for Portland. So, again, you start to see the crowd really get into this, right? And, you know, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, not a great response from the Raptors starters. Obviously, the bench really came in and was able to build the lead. And I think the Raptors were up like 19, maybe even 20 at one point. Um, but... Yeah, Portland starts to go on a run. They're on a 10 nothing run. Um, Pascal turned over in transition. Jeremy Grant won the other way for a dunk. That's 10 nothing. At that point, then Fred missed a, a pull-up three. And then Scotty misses a three, and the, uh, both of them were open um, on the same play. Doesn't, you know, work out for the Raptors. Next play down, OG misses a corner three. Then the Raptors win the tap out. Gary Trent misses an open three. Sucks, right? And then Yusuf Nurkic taps in a shot at uh, that's on the rim. Clear goal 10. You know, again, the officials miss it. Another huge play where it's reviewed, and it's just like, how do you not see that? Um, and then finally, the Raptors are able to snap the run by Scotty rolling to the rim. Fred finds him um, for a pass in the lane, and Scotty's able to finish. Uh, a semi-contested look, I got to say. It was a pretty impressive finish. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, there's just there's just a couple of plays that just didn't really work out. Fred taking a charge, gets an elbow to the face, there's somehow a no-call. Um, so, yeah, ultimately, the Raptors enter into halftime. Uh, only up five points. And this is despite the bench playing really well. It just didn't really look well. So it was like, okay, who's going to p- throw the first punch in the third quarter? It's probably going to be the person that's going to, or the team that's going to take the advantage here. Third quarter, the Raptors come out, and it's the Raptors, right? The starters finally come out with a great focus, right? Fred turns down a three, attacks a closeout, draws two defenders to him, and then just shovels it over to Scotty for a dunk and a really, really impressive play for for Fred on that play. Then uh, Fred or uh, Pascal is guarding Dame one on one. Dame tries to do a spin move on Pascal, which is pretty funny. You know, it'd be like Pascal trying to pull up for forty, I guess. Um, but Dame does a spin move and airballs a layup. It's not so easy, man. The spin moves a meme, but it's not so easy. Uh, then Fred with a drive opposite corner kick out to OG for a corner three, which is great. Then Scotty Barnes um, is on the dunker, like on the baseline, cuts to the to the elbow area for to create the angle for a pass for a high low. And then Scotty's able to throw in a push shot from there. Just a really, really nice play. That's, and then Fred Van Vliet, 30-foot uh, pull-up three against the zone to beat Portland's, um, you know, defensive coverage. And so Portland has to take, uh, you know, the first uh, timeout. Actually, the Raptors are on an 11-0 run. And Pascal hits a corner three as well. Fred finds, you know, Scotty for a dump-off pass. And Scotty's fouled. Like, a lot of good stuff. 
Um, and ultimately, the Raptors really lock in and they take the lead and it's over to the fourth quarter. And that point, it's a question of, OK, what does Nick Nurse do? Does he turn back to the whole bench unit, which obviously worked really well? Um, but how does Portland react to that? And very wisely, um, Chauncey Billups decides, I'm not going to go to my bench guys. You know, you're not going to see Trend and Watford, man. This ain't the EPL. OK, we're not going to see who is this? Jay Walker. They got Johnny Walker on their team. This is a bourbon. Jabari Walker, my bad. Uh, Keon Johnson, like Drew Eubanks, like okay, Eubanks played and Sharp played, but ultimately the Blazers went to a lot of their starters. Dame and Nurkic were on the floor to start the fourth quarter, and they start to start, you know, uh, chipping away. Dame hits back to back threes. You know, uh, some some of them are super deep as well. Like it's not just three points; it's the fact that he hit a thirty five footer, and you're like, damn, this guy's dangerous. Um, and yeah, Gary was able to snake a pick and roll for a little floater, but it just ultimately wasn't enough. Then Grant hits a corner three off a kick out. And then Dame Lillard hits a three in transition. Then Fred has Pascal's a bad turnover. And then Fred misses a corner three. Um, then Gary steals it, but he doesn't throw the hit ahead pass and then turns it over. Then Dame drives at OG for an and one. Then Fred misses a pull up three. And then Josh Hart misses, uh, you know, runs it back for a layup. So even though the Raptors started with their bench group, Nick Nurse pulled the, the 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 plug, put in some starters, and still Portland was still able to have the momentum. And it became one of those things where it's just like, everyone's playing so well. You're in a five-point game. Like, how is this possible? And Dame Lillard's hot, and he's he's pissed off. And, yeah, ultimately, the Raptors were able to make a huge, like, a huge push, man. They're just a really huge push. I thought Fred making those two threes was just absolutely massive. You know, Scotty driving past Yusuf Nurkic for a layup was huge. Um you know, Fred sacrificing his body, running into Yusuf Nurkic on a moving screen. Like, it's, it's a mountain of a man, right? And and he sacrifices his body to get that turnover called because you play hard, you, you fall over, you take the contact. That's the officials finally saying, okay, that's a, that's a foul. Because they got real, you got real chippy, right? We got, we got plays where, like, Pascal drives, Eubanks just lands right on top of him. You know, obviously Pascal pulling Dame's leg, then Dame with you know, just a tackle on OG after OG stole pass, drove uh, and went in transition and Dame undercuts him. It's all sorts of stuff, man, all sorts of stuff. But ultimately, um, the Raptors were able to get it done. And yeah, I mean, my lasting impression of this game was just they had to play so hard to get this thing done. And everybody who played made some contributions and, you know, Precious with a end to end layup with a block and, and Christian Coloco, who I thought had one of his best games on the season. He was just awesome. Eight points, five rebounds, two assists. I mean, just so many shots contested. Uh, plus 20 in 13 minutes. I, I think I really wanted to see 20 minutes out of Christian Coloco. And by the way, Christian Coloco did ultimately see the game at the end when OG got fouled out of the game on a... I mean, I don't know. Dame, Dame Lillard just drove to the rim. I mean, OG poked. But like, I mean, man, it's just giving a guy his sixth foul on that, that kind of weak stuff. I mean, it, it's also one of those where it's like the play is over and the Raptors get the rebound. They're running and then they call it too. And that became OG six foul. Like, honestly, a more seasoned official probably just gives that to Scotty instead, right? Scotty was on three fouls. You just can't foul a guy out on that kind of. It, it's, a, it's a nothing burger. It really is a nothing burger. Um, and then, you know, Nick has to decide who comes in to replace him. He goes to Christian Coloco as his choice off the bench. And Christian ultimately, I mean, he's a bit lucky here. Pascal misses a, a shot really short. And Christian is able to catch the loose ball and put it back in for for a putback while falling down. Not an easy finish, especially with Christian's struggle struggles finishing the season. But you know, good stuff all around from the team. Malachi splitting the, the double teams. Chris Boucher blocking a shot at the rim. You know, Thad Young. Oh, I didn't even mention Thad Young coming in taking two charges back to back, then ripping down a rebound, hitting ahead to 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 OG for for a layup. Then and um, you know Thad Young. You know, winning a tap out for a three for the Raptors, like all sorts of great stuff from everybody on the roster. And and that's kind of what it takes. And look, listen, you know, listen to Pascal talk about it after the game too, the, the post-game interview. 
he's just talked about like this is how hard the Raptors got to play. Like for real, this is how hard they got to play. Like I know it's you might look at the circumstances and say, well, it's a little bit too late, or it's not even that good of an opponent, and you played this hard, and your whole bench plays well for you, which is the first time it's happened all year. I think Nick Nurse actually said we hit the lottery, which is which is pretty hilarious. I mean, I'm sure the bench loves hearing that, but um, it is true though. They did hit the lottery, right? The Raptors bench thoroughly outplayed Portland's bench. Like literally, Portland's bench had three points. Um, and so you had all that go right for you. And then you still had to make all those diving hustle plays and all these guys playing like super hard, but that's what it takes, man. That's, and that's ultimately what we're here for. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, I understand. Like you, let's say you have 82 shifts that work. You're not going to work your ass off for 82 shifts. You know that, right? You're probably going to take off a couple or whatever, but ultimately if you really want to be successful, like you got to come in and play hard. Like, what's the point of people coming into the building and seeing that kind of effort that the Raptors came in with the first three minutes, right? People are just going to be like, why? Why do I sacrifice Sunday? Why did I sacrifice hundreds of dollars to come see this? My time and making sure, and, the, and the t- taking the TTC down there, or the GO train, or driving down there, or whatever, walking to the arena. It's cold outside. Like, all this other stuff. We can be doing a lot of stuff on a Sunday. But instead, you know, the Raptors make it worth your while. They play that hard. And it's just, that's that's the thing. Every single time the Raptors play this hard, my takeaway is just, I wish the Raptors played this hard all the time. And so that's my only ask. And whatever, we'll see if the Raptors keep them together or they don't. But if they play like this all the time, they play to the potential. Like, I'm pretty happy with pretty much everybody on the roster today. Yeah, you probably hear a lot less of that talk and a lot more about how the Raptors continue to grow, right? Because there is something here. They want to grow it. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Um Obviously, a couple notable things. So uh, I didn't see this at home, but uh, some people picked it up on maybe the League Pass feed, where I know the if you watch, for example, TSN or Sportsnet, you don't get the in arena feed. Whereas League Pass, you get you get the actual um, you get the actual raw footage, right? So like no commercials, nothing like that, and you just get to see like the arena cam essentially. And so what that picked up was at the um, start of the second half, um, y- apparently. Thad Young and Scotty were sort of getting into it. You can watch the video yourself. Go look for it. Um, make your own judgments there. Obviously, I'm I'm not a lip reader. I think um, Doom Boy, the guy who does those uh, MLB videos, uh, did a little bit of lip reading. I understand he's a big, big lip reader, I suppose. And so he kind of broke it down. And, and, and basically, Thad Young was sort of, you know, telling Scotty, like, yo, go warm up, man. Go warm up for the second half. Like, you, I'm trying to get you ready. And, and Scotty was kind of resistant to that. and was just like, yo, what, what the hell, man? Get off me. And then they kind of pushed each other back and forth and and, and whatever. Um, you know, I, I saw some more details elsewhere. Um, shout out to Real Jim on this one where they were like, uh, you know, apparently Fred and Gary kind of had a discussion. And then Scotty came in to talk to Gary. And then that's what sort of delayed his start. to the, I, don't, I don't even know, to be honest. I'm sure they'll be asked about it. I'm sure the players can respond to it. Again, I didn't really see the incident in its, in, in its entirety. Um, nor have I asked any of the players or the parties involved. So I, that's all the speculation I can really have on that front. But, you know, I, I think it's probably going to be blown up to a bigger thing. And there's probably some truth in it, right? Like, I don't think, you know, Thad Young, of all people, who's very experienced, who's been around the league a ton of the time, who's very calm presence. Like, we've, I've talked to Thad many times. You know, we've all talked, we've all heard Thad speak. We all know what he's literally here for. It's veteran leadership. To be honest, this is what veteran leadership kind of looks like, right? I mean, like, we've seen the Raptors not come out of half strong, right? More than anything else, right? You played... Uh, you didn't come out the first quarter strong. So what's the what's the what's the guarantee you come out the third quarter strong? You're playing a, a, a you know a Blazers team that has a lot of talent on that side, right? So you want to deliver that first punch. And I'm not saying that like Thad Young yelling at Scotty or pushing Scotty or whatever. This whole exchange is like purely one sided. Like you know, to be honest, maybe Thad could have handled it a little bit better as well. Scotty might have handled it a little bit better. But I think ultimately, it kind of just speaks to like 
you don't react like that unless there's a lot of stuff already like bubbling behind the scenes, right? This isn't Thad Young's not a guy to pop off, right? He's just not that kind of guy. In fact, he's literally here to do that that kind of um that that type of leader, veteran leadership. And you know, look, listen, I, I can't tell you everything that I've heard or, or, or you know whatever, but you know the stuff around this behind the scenes that I keep kind of hinting about and the vibe and stuff like that, like there is that kind of lingering you know, discontent sometimes, right? A lot of people aren't necessarily happy with a lot of other people, right? And you can honestly, basketball is a very transparent game. You can see exactly what's going on. They're not hiding under helmets. They're not hiding, you know, um, so far away from you. They're, they're very, you're very close to them and you can see what is specifically happening. Obviously this one is, is a very, very transparent example, but it's, it's really just about like finding ways for this team to sort of get ready and, and get going and focus, right? What's the urgency like, right? Sometimes you hear about just like, what the mood is like after losses. And when, when we're all devastated as fans, sometimes some of the, you know, you just wonder if like it, it always, I actually, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say more on this, but my point is that like, yeah, I actually really like this. I, I really, really love this. Like, I mean, you know, especially because Thad was able to come in a game and contribute. Scotty was pretty good throughout the whole game. Like there was no issues with, with Scotty today. In fact, I mean, he had one of the best box scores on the night as a sign of sort of how strong he played as well. So it wasn't like Scotty wasn't engaged in the first half and then Thad Young woke him up and he had a big second half. Like, no, Scotty was actually consistent the whole game. Like, this is probably one of the best consistent games from Scotty we've seen all season. And he also did a, a really admirable job battling Yusuf Nurkic, who is obviously one of the biggest players in the league. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I like this. I like this. Seeing people challenge each other, um, trying to like focus and, and keep the team, you know, dedicated to winning. I mean, there's just, if, if honestly, I, I wish we saw more of it. You know what I mean? And I like people getting each other's faces, too, because sometimes that's the only way to access some of these other people, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, your three stars, before I say anything else, uh, your three stars from this game. Honestly, it's hard to pick three. It really is hard to pick three. I think number one for me is going to be Pascal. I just thought he really set a great tone um, after that first quarter where the Raptors slowed down. It was Pascal who really finished out strong. I think he had 13 in the first quarter. Um, but I, I love it, man. Diving on the floor to, to, to win a loose ball off of Dame Lillard and then blocking Dame Lillard at the rim. I loved it. I really, really loved it from Pascal today. I mean, look, it's not like he played a perfect game, had a really bad pass that he threw out of bounds, which somehow the officials thought there's nobody around Pascal. He just threw a, a bad pass and the officials literally came together. Three people. I'm like, okay, three people. I think they'll get this one right. And they're like, nope, Raptor ball. And John C. Bills had to burn his challenge on that. I mean, like, come on. Um, but still, like Pascal, I thought played really well. I love this intensity, and yeah, I mean, just a good bounce back performance because he's been a little bit shaky in the last two against New York, against Brooklyn, or against Milwaukee. He just didn't seem as energized as we've seen him, and so I, I liked seeing the effort here today. Um, second star for me is going to go to Scotty: twenty-two points, nine rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks, seven of twelve from the field, one of three from three, seven eight from the free throw line. Like this is, and by the way, all that in just twenty-nine minutes. And the reason he played twenty-nine minutes is because Scotty was playing center, and so. Because Thad Young was also giving them great minutes, his his second shift uh, in the third quarter there was awesome. Just awesome, right? Taking two charges, you know, like winning all sorts of loose balls. Like it, it, Thad Young was excellent. Rolled to the rim for a layup as well. And the one th- that he missed, Pascal was able to put back himself. Um, you know, and, and of course, uh, Coloco was also great. But yeah, Scotty at center today was, was, was pretty good battling against Nurkic and did a good job, and and you know, the one thing with Nurkic is, you know, he's really big. He doesn't he's he he shanks a lot of layups. 
if you, you put some contact on him, he does kind of, it's not that he doesn't have good touch because his skill level is high, but I don't know what to tell you. He just, he just bricks a lot of layups. Like this is the reason why you just look at his field goal percentage for a guy who's a center, you know, it's a little bit lower and he's not shooting that many jumpers these days. Um, but yeah, I thought Scotty, you know, gave him the body, um, you know, disrupted the pass, three steals, two blocks is a great indication. It should be three blocks. Actually, I guess it's two blocks because the review was overturned. So he should at least get credit for the block on Josh Hart. But he blocked Dame Lillard and ISO as well, rebounded the ball decently, won a key loose ball down the stretch there. Um, you know, and and offensively, I like the approach. It was engaged throughout the game. Like it didn't have, it wasn't like, oh, we got to wait for like two or three quarters and then he sort of really gets into it. Like, no, none of that. Like, he was just attacking from the start, and I like that he mixed it up. There was a couple of jumpers he threw in there. I mean, it didn't change the defense, but still, you got to be able to take those easy points when literally no one's guarding you. He's not that bad of a shooter, right? He can knock some of those down. He was able to hit a mid-range, hit a top of the 4-3, a couple of dribble handoffs for a couple of different guys, which is great. His screening, I thought, was strong, ran the break decently, pushed the, you know, advantage, you know, cut off the ball, you know, from, you know, um from Fred driving and kicking to him or, or, or Pascal driving and kicking to him or Gary. Then like, he just played his role really well. And this is where it's just like, again, there's no shame in like not being the out and out point guard or even a point, like a point forward kind of thing. In this game, his role was sort of just like being a center, but like a connector of the play. And I loved it. Like it was a really, really nice performance. And I think that since the shift over to this, this position for him, he's obviously been up and down, just because he's just kind of been up and down all season. But I, I like the, the the future and the engagement that he can come out of this. Not to say that he can't be a point guard down the line, but you, I think once he develops more of those traditional wing, like perimeter skills, right? Shooting the ball, the, the, the handle improving and tightening and being able to use screens and getting downhill and getting to his own shot. Once you're able to get all those elements down, then of course you expand his role and give him the same sort of connector play, the same place book, like once he gets those skills. But right now he has a great skill set already and you're just about finding a way to use it. And today I thought it was a great job of the team to use Scotty and also Scotty to use his own skill set. So, yeah, no complaints at all. Um, I, I wonder what the Thad Young team talk kind of factored into this. But to be honest, it's just a, it's a mindset. It's a focus. It's an approach. It's like sometimes it's not even just about like how the the, the, the schemes are for him or the, what, what the coaches are calling for him or how the defense is guarding him or, or what his teammates are doing to set him up. Like we can always sort of like because it's a fluid game, we can always sort of like disperse like blame or credit everywhere else but ultimately it's the mentality you have as yourself as a player what's the focus going to be and the focus for sky tonight was just be aggressive and it sounds so simple and it sounds like why can't you do this all the time and i'm sure that that's probably a source of some of the frustration like i'm, I'm if you know that's pretty blunt but at the same time he can do this and you know i'm happy he did it today he, he played awesome um, give it up to him, right? And then your third star, you choose a lot of places. I kind of want to choose Fred just because I thought he played a really flawless game. Again, no turnovers, played really good defense as well. Um, you know, driving kicks and all that kind of stuff was really perfect, really balanced it out. His usage wasn't super high, knocked down his threes, the four threes. But honestly, I want to give to Christian Coloco. I want to reward the rookie, man. I really, really liked what I saw from the rookie. So with all due respect to Fred, I mean, yeah, Christian played awesome, man. I'm really happy for him. Like, I, I think there is a real role for him to play within this team especially down the line and of course he's got to improve on a couple of things but if christian coloco can make his layups and dunks um and then avoid being in foul trouble which by the way he did have five fouls in 13 minutes so you know that's not easy although every single time dame drove um christian was called for a foul including in the fourth quarter where christian blocked dame so perfectly at the rim and they still called a foul on him and they slapped the tech on him just awful officiating from the crew tonight but yeah i thought christian played great um, eight points, five rebounds, two assists, but four or five shooting. 
and plus 20 in 30, 13 minutes. Like, if that doesn't tell you everything, like, you know, give it up to that kid. I mean, honestly, like two or three years down the line with how much work he puts into it, it might even be next year, but I, I like his potential. Like, that's that's a guy that I, I really want to see how he grows. Uh, in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award winner, I mean, there wasn't really one. I mean, suppose you can say Josh Hart. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he played a lot of minutes. So 18 points, eight rebounds, three assists, a, a steal. Like, that's just regular game. A couple of times he frustrated Pascal. A couple of times Pascal made him look silly. That's the life of being a, a stopper on the wing. You know, it's going to happen. But yeah, I, I, it wasn't anybody who really stepped up unexpectedly for Portland. So I just going to give Josh Hart that credit. But yeah, ultimately the Raptors played well, man. They played really well. And this is what it takes to win. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, you know, as always, rate, review, subscribe to the show. I understand that the team is losing and they're down bad and people might not be following as closely. I completely understand. Right. But that just makes it more important for the people who are continuing to listen um, to just leave reviews. Um, it really helps the show stay successful, stay high in the charts. That's ultimately what my performance is based off of as well, right? So just continue to uh, to, to show love there. Or, or honestly, if you even want to just leave feedback, you can leave feedback there as well, just as long as you put five stars. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back on The Raptor Show on Monday, and for once, we're going to have, like, a slightly positive episode. I, I, I kind of really, really enjoyed it. Like, I, I understand how negative some of these episodes have been, mostly just because of how bad the Raptors' performance has been and how bad the mood has been. But, you know, today is a bit of a respite from that. So I'm happy for that and, uh, you know, counting my blessings on that one.